mistakes are the best. The barefoot punter, because you've done it in foot where to bet. Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One. We take our inspiration from The Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you some betting advice on the 2019 AFL season. And Logical, that season is almost over. Welcome yes. to the program. Yes, yes, and a big, big, exciting day, controversial day. Rossi's got the flick. One of my favourite coaches, I love Rossi. His press conference going out was was as good as to watch as usual. The Brizzy, they keep performing. When are you going to believe, Mug? Well, I believed on the weekend. Um, I was happy to take uh, take some or put some money down on the on the Lions head to head. And we'll talk about that in a second when we do our betting review. But um, yeah, you got to start believing in the Lions, don't you? They're they're going really well. Um, I actually thought for a large percentage of that game they were outplayed by the Cats and. Um, and the, and the style of game didn't really play out the way that I, that I thought it would. It was a pretty boring game, actually, for most of the time. It wasn't an overly enjoyable game to watch because it was that slow, stagnant Cats sort of play. And Brisbane got sucked into that a little bit. Yep. But, uh, gee, that last five minutes was exciting. And uh, Big Link taking that big hangar yeah, was uh, yeah. fantastic. We're watching on the phones, drinking cans, sitting yes. in the hill at Adelaide. Tell us about that, Logical. Oh, it's a great trip to Adelaide. If anyone ever wants to go over to Adelaide, watch the footy. I've got the template. You stay at the Stanford Hotel. You walk across to the ground. You stand on the hill. You have a few beers. Afterwards, you go out for dinner. It's a great, great, great experience. I really enjoyed it. Ah, fantastic, mate. Uh, good stuff. And um, there's some rumours over there that uh, one of the players was missing from Adelaide. The big Texan. Did you actually see him at all the when you were Tex, over there? Yeah, the big Tex. He did the. Um, I think he did the um, the power stance out the back there at the start. And <laughs> <Yeah>. um... <laughs> nine touches for the big Tex. I, I was actually. What do you do if you're Adelaide? What, where do you go to from here, Logical? I was uh, tweeting out to the listeners um, about what, what do they do with Tex? Is there a Jeff Hogg-style move up for the Texan? Can yeah, they actually yeah. move their captain on? Yeah, well, I think the Texan's probably got to go as captain. Definitely, you would think. Yeah. yeah. And I see well, Rossi's on the market now, so that could, be, that could be an interest for a couple of the Adelaide clubs. Um, well, there was it was Tony Sheehan, um, son of Mike. Actually, I saw tweeted out saying that there's rumblings that one Adelaide coach won't make the weekend. He wasn't mm-hmm. able to specify which one it was. So there's obviously some stuff floating around. Well, uh, Kenny over came there. out interestingly and said that he probably doesn't think he keeps his job if they don't make the finals, which was interesting. Um, I actually didn't mind those comments. I thought it was uh, refreshing to hear a coach come out and talk like that. Say we're performance-based industry. If I don't make it, that's the reality. I probably won't be here. Well, I think that's uh, they're unlikely to make. It this week, so it's just an oh no! Game. I think he was talking about next year. Oh, next year, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So yep. that was his because uh, he's okay. got yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That. yeah, that definitely yeah. makes sense. Yeah, but but I you know all year I, I I think they've got a good list and they've underperformed again, Port Adelaide. So they're they're under the pump there um, for sure. And I think we already knew it, but I, it's just been confirmed. Day or night, if it rains, the Tigers will rain. The wet weather specialists, aren't they? Yes. Happened again on the weekend. Yep. Uh, West Coast, not too dissimilar from that uh, grand final last year against the, the Pies. Got off to the fast start, and then the Tigers just worked their way back. The where they came in and uh, the way they went. Was there anything in particular that um, you thought logical about that game that sort of grabbed you, that you sort of thought, oh, geez, this is, you know, this is why they're the best, or this is why West Coast can win it on the big stage? Um, oh, like, for me, again, with West Coast, when that's dry and the, the um, Rioli and and um, Ryan are going. They look fantastic. With uh, Kennedy's probably down the, the p- worst form he's been in a long time. But 
with that key for that that great um, sim, sim, uh, what would you say a synergy up forward with the different style players. Great backline, a really good midfield. I, they to me they can go all the way. Very solid team. Yeah. Yeah, so sure. I was probably more impressed with West Coast rather than Richmond. Like Richmond were good, but West Coast impressed me again on the weekend. And and again, probably uh, not too dissimilar from the grand final. At one point where it looked like Tigers were going to pull away a little bit, they found a way to get a couple of goals back and stay in that. You know, yeah. a few years ago, maybe a team from West Coast wouldn't have had that fortitude to stay in there. They would just get run over the top of. But again, at the MCG, they performed really well. So did help with a really poor free kick, I thought, when Rioli took on the man and a caddy tackled him, got him, just sort of brushed on top of him and paid in the back late. I, did, I wasn't, don't like that sort of free kick. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, other than that. It, uh, it happens. And, and logical, we find ourselves in a situation where we still have, and I, I don't know, maybe you, you might be closer to it, but five, and, and it's been this way for a little while, but still to get to round 23 and have five teams under $10 uh, to win the flag, um, it's got to be one of the closest betting seasons that we've had for the flag in a long, long time, I'd imagine. I don't know if you can recall something um, where it's been tighter. Yeah, I, no, we've had a few tight years recently. Um, five teams under $10? Uh, we have, have to go back and count it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah this, 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 it is quite an even season, but um, the last few years have been quite, quite level in the betting coming into the finals. And mate, what did you see for the weekend in terms of some bad beats? Well, not nothing. It's pretty hard to to get a good bad beat after last week. It was just probably the worst one of the year, as we discussed. So this year, this week, as you talk about, probably Geelong was probably the one. If you back them, you'd probably be pretty stiff. Play well. We're leading the game. Took a screamer from McCarthy to to beat them late. Um, so oh, yeah. that would probably be the one. Danger the Butcher running into the open goal there early in the fourth quarter to put them, up, I think, about four goals up. Misses that. Inch their way back. Lose the game. Yeah. 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 And, uh, they probably should have won that, the Cats. That Anything won. else? And just a couple of the totals. The West Coast Richmond total uh, in the wet. Then, like, three-quarter time was on par to go under, and they kicked 57 points in the wet in the last quarter. Richmond doing their thing again. That's a bit stiff, and, and Adelaide Collingwood took uh, nine goals in the last quarter to go over the total there as well, so there are a couple of totals that, that I thought were probably a little bit bit stiff. And uh, and betting review, logical. How did you go with uh, with where your money was well, on look, the weekend? I'm looking here, I've got I've got two ticks, I've got Brizzy. Yep. I've got North Melbourne 40 plus. Unbelievable uh, tip up. We had some uh, communications from one of the... Uh, from one of the listeners, uh, Lex, and uh, he messaged into the barefoot punter uh, on a on a DM and just said, "Boys, thank you so much." Logical. He was just uh, had the little prayer emoji going. He was like, "That saved the weekend. Thank you so much." So well done, mate. That yeah, was that a great was, that tip was up. One of the best ones of the year. I've got GWS question mark because I said depending on teams and with Cameron out, didn't wasn't so keen on them. Yep. And then over in the Melbourne Fremantle, no good. Over in the Freo Essendon, no good. Uh, they. Both those titles. Um, the North Melbourne win, though, I must say, was a little bit bittersweet because because Benny Brown came out and kicked ten, and he's probably taken the so, Coleman off yes. Jeremy Cameron. So he's blown up the uh, the Coleman bet potentially, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, but, but uh, the other thing that did come out of the weekend is Danger's well and truly back in t- contention for the Brownlow. He's into shorter than what we tipped up at, so he another good week, and he's right in there. It's going to be a great Brownlow count, though. Yeah, for sure. And for me. Um, uh, 
It was uh, Blues, uh, so that one came home, which yep. was good. They do it again, the cash cows. Well, I tell you what, the Saints do again. They they kick poorly in front of goal. They yep. do it very, very often, the Saints. Uh, hate backing the Saints. Didn't this week, which was good. Uh, Lions head-to-head. Um, Adelaide head-to-head. Head-to-head. Jeez, I was off the mm. pace there. Yeah. Uh, that was a real stinky bet. So um, apologies for that one to the listeners. And the Tigers had their moments to cover, but, uh, but just didn't quite get there. So... Flat weekend for me, logical, two and two. Uh, yep. Two and two for you, but uh, you get the extra value of the North Melbourne one, which uh, no doubt makes it a winning one for you. So um, are you ready to get into some games yeah, for this yeah, week? I think just on the, the Blues, I was looking at them today. Well, no, we've mentioned it before, but I think they've covered 10 of the last eight lines. They've mm-hmm. won six of the last 10. They've been in great form. Uh, they've been really exciting into the season to them, and it gives a lot of hope to Carlton supporters next year. Absolutely. They'll be up and about on that one. Ready to do some games, old mate? Yes. Let's do it. Friday night footy, and we're at the MCG for a traditional clash. Maggie's taking on the Bombers. $1.37 the Maggie's, three ten the Bombers. Maggie's here an 18.5 point favourite, um, coming out from 14.5 earlier in the week. Logical. What do you see in the big clash happening across the road? Well, what are this game's... Interesting in a few ways, and but what I love about last round betting normally is there's so many complexities that teams don't need to win, or they have to, you know, there's dead rubbers, different things like that. There isn't much of that this week because most teams are still playing for something. Um, Collingwood definitely playing for a top four spot here. Essendon potentially not really much in it for them. I still think they want to go well, but there's not as much to play for them because if they do win. GWS most likely still win above them, so they don't go up a spot. And if they lose, there's there's not really uh, they could they could probably come down to fourth, but they they probably get Collingwood. So it's possibly possibly even better for them to lose. So you know that's just something to think about. Uh, on ratings, this one I had this being a little bit tighter. I had Essendon rated a little bit closer to Collingwood. But Essendon is just all over the shop at the moment, mm. and I don't really like betting on them. And they've also got some some team news. They're talking about Bell Chambers coming back in, but he might not quite be right. Yep. They might be experimenting with a few things before finals. So for me, no bet here at all. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I think you bring up some interesting um, mental factors there for Essendon. Is there a lot in them for him to win? They're talking about maybe resting Heppel. Um, so that's interesting for me. I'm a little bit the same as you. I... I marked this one around the 12 mark. Um, the line is a little bit higher than that, but I think I'm going to have to mug it up anyway, logical. I can just I just think the Pies are a class above Essendon at the moment. And with Essendon not a lot to play for and the Pies a lot to play for, yep. uh, I can't help but put one up here. So um, I'm going to be tipping one up here for the listeners. Um, I'm invested myself in the Pies already, and um, I think it's... Uh, I think it might be a bit of a bit of a slaughter on Friday yeah, night. To be honest, yeah, it's an interesting one. Do you think that Essendon would rather play Collingwood or Richmond at the MCG than travel to GWS? Because that's essentially what happens if they lose. Yeah, oh, it's, I, if, if, if the dog, if the dogs win, I think they would rather go to GWS. To be honest, yeah. I think GWS are limping to the line probably yeah. a bit more. The Tigers are red hot MCG. Yeah. Um, so, but um, but regardless, uh, I like the pies in the like spot. The pies. Yep. SCG on Saturday, and it's the Swans hosting the Saints. $1.40 the Swans and the Saints, $2.95. Making the Swans here 15.5 point favourite. A little bit of movement here as well with uh, this one opening up at 12.5. So a bit of extra money coming for the Swans potentially. Um, 
Logical, what are you seeing here? Well, they're talking about Buddy coming back for this game. And that's a very, very interesting one. And what do you make of that? Because Reed has been going pretty well for them. Uh, I think kicked another three or four again on Friday night, uh, performed quite well. Um, is that a positive for the team, you feel, to have Buddy in there coming oh, off, so, what, it, five, six weeks it's so hard. It's coming, it's coming in for his 300th. It's all about Buddy. Me, me, me. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Like, obviously, he's a great player and he adds to most teams when he's in. But sometimes with his selfishness or the way they, they not even, they just, they naturally, go, they naturally go to him. Mm. Sometimes it can upset the balance. Uh, I've got once again on in the match betting. Uh, I've got very little interest in this ma- match. I make it similar to what it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yourself. I, I make it a little bit tighter um, than what it is. I think the fifteen and a half uh, is probably a bit too much um, for the Swans. I think Swans, apart from last week against the D's, I mean. We, we said it last week. They've been hanging in games. They've been competitive, but they, I don't think they won for about six weeks, did they? No, they hadn't. No. And um, and Saints, um, as we spoke about last week as well, have been pretty competitive uh, under Ratton. So I think that 15.5 is a little bit generous at this point in time. Um, it's a market watch for me, just on whether Buddy does play. If Buddy does play, then I think that market probably goes even further yeah. uh, and I think if it does start to drift a little bit further I'm going to have to be on the Saints but yep. but so my lean is to the Saints um, but right now just uh, market watching that one yeah and we've got a, a great question one of the best questions we've yeah, had from, all year from, from Joel um, is he, it from the Gouch was it? yeah from yeah, the yeah. Gouch um, he asked about total points in the last round and he was completely onto it the average total points in last rounds over the last eight or nine years is 12 points higher than the season average. And if you imagine... Which is statistically significant. Yeah. And, and the season starts high scoring and then, and then it, it tails off and it's lower scoring through the middle of the season. And then at the end of the season, accelerates up again and it's high scoring, last round being higher than any other near the end. And I think that's for a couple of reasons. One is the grounds are getting better. Yep. Weather. So weather's helping. The other reason is it's dead rubbers. So teams aren't playing for anything. So... There's, they're just more bruise freedom. free. It's yeah. more, more bruise free. Yep. Um, so he's completely onto something, and he's talked about this game as being one of the, the totals to look at, and anything else with other teams aren't playing for anything, or one team's not playing for anything. Teams, the, the games that I can look at, I think Gold Coast GWS is one, I think, as, as well. Port Adelaide, Freo. Freo got new coach. They're yep. just going to be freed up. Port Adelaide need to win by more. The, the more they win by, the better. That, so if the weather's fine there, there is a possibility of a bit of, bit of rain, but if the weather's fine there, I'll be putting that one in there as well. There's a few of those games that I think I totally agree with him. So. Yeah, okay. So we can talk about that, I guess, a little bit in, in betting recap um, about which ones you're actually uh, looking. But I guess dead rubbers, good weather, yeah. look to the overs. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Next up, it's North Melbourne hosting the D's down in Hobart, Blundstone Arena. Uh, North are a strong favourite here, dollar twenty-five, and the D's are four dollars, making North Melbourne twenty-five and a half point favourites. So, North, uh, your bet logical last week absolutely dominated the power. Goldstein took absolute charge and uh, just gave his boys first use. 
He won't get it all his own way in the ruck this week, uh, as long as Big Maxi has something to say about it. Yeah, but they're talking Maxi might not come up. Re- is that right? Yeah. Okay, well, that'd be a hamstring huge... Issue, hamstring issue may rule huge, out Maxi. Huge loss uh, yeah. for th- uh, for the Ds if he's not playing. He's I, think been... he's, I think he's more unlikely than likely at this wow. stage. Wow. Okay, clearly been their best player all year. Yep. Um, their most important player. That would be enormous if that happens. Okay, that, that potentially changes my stance. I... I I pretty much had it marked uh, pretty close to what the market is. It is a pretty big line for North Melbourne um, versus the D. So I didn't have a lot of betting interest in this one. And I'm not sure if you might be able to update us on weather, if we've got some weather down There's there. Some, some potential rain, but yeah, it's, it's always it's pretty a, yeah, it's shocking those, conditions. It's, a, pretty, it's a clearing shower. That could mean anything. Yeah. So I didn't have a lot of betting interest in this one here myself, but um can you find something for the listeners? Yeah, well, interestingly, Melbourne have now secured second spot. They can't go up. They can't go down. So you'd think that rules out their tanking. Um, well, you never know. It's Melbourne. They're just, but they just continue to be deplorable every week. I haven't got much faith in them whatsoever. The line looks big enough. I don't want to be taking the Kangas at the minus 25 and a half. They're a far better side than the Ds this year. They're, they're finding a line. The Ds aren't. But I don't really want to be on the Ds at that plus, so... Either way, I'm just going just just to have a pass. Ass. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so no betting there for the boys. Saturday twilight, and it's down the road we go. Down to Geelong, GMHBA Stadium. The Cats are hosting the Blues. $1.16, the Cats. five twenty-five. the Blues. 30.5 point favorite here, the Cats, and that market's been solid all week. Does the cash cow continue logical? Can the Blues cover again? Well... Eight of the last ten, going well, going very well. Uh, for me, it's about how much you give to GMHBA Stadium. I think I marked Geelong 18 points better than Carlton. And you feel there's 12 point advantage down there for for, for, the, for no, the Cats? I'm, I'm asking the question. Oh, okay. It's 30 point favourites. I don't think it's quite worth 12 points for the Cats being down there. Okay. It's probably worth... Nine to ten. Yep. Especially for a, a Victorian side. Okay. So for me, I've got a slight lean to the Cats, sort of making it 27 or so. Maybe not enough to have a bet. So I'm, I'm probably going to pass at this stage. But if looking to have a bet here, you'd have to be on the plus. Yeah. And uh, for me, I, I make it um, pretty much exactly what it is. So a little bit, little bit higher um, and... Uh, can't be having one of my mug bets here, uh, even though the mar- the market is what I make it. But I don't really have a particular lean. You could make a case for both parties here. I think you could say, well, cats only really just want to win. Um, so are they that interested in really uh, steamrolling the Blues? You could make a case for the Blues and say the Blues have been really plucky. They want to finish the season well. Um, but um, but for me, I I, I just. I don't really want to be involved in this one, yeah. so it's got to be a, got to be a pass. Yeah, the, the, the Blues definitely want to win because if if Sydney lose and the Blues win, they get another spot up higher. That's the, that's so the Adelaide factor the again. Adelaide factor sausage the trade. Yep. Uh, and Dabba Sports, one of our listeners, was asking us about the machinations of the top four. This is one of the games that good, good friend of the program that that, that that has a big bearing on the the top four and where the, and where they sit. And and actually, you can do this on site. The or on the on the side of a, a betting operator, you can work out basically the chances of Geelong finishing top and playing Richmond, or you can do them finishing top. But you could, but also I've, by extension, them playing Richmond in the first final, 
and that is simply Geelong winning against Carlton and Richmond beating Brisbane and then West Coast beating Hawthorne. So if you do that multi on site, that comes to about $2. Yep. So it just, uh, it's been marginated a bit, so you demarginate it. So just under just under 50% chance that Geelong will play Richmond in week one of the finals. So that's very interesting uh, if, if you're looking at whether or not you like Richmond in the flag. That's one of the the elements you would look at. There's some because there's some people that look at the futures betting. And they have simulators that they simulate out each game. I do it more by looking at the percentage chance of all different things of occurring. So I have have you know I've worked out that the price should Richmond finish fourth and play Geelong in the finals, they are two ninety five shot to win the flag. And then you've got to work out all the other different machinations as well, and then multiply them all up. Becomes quite complex. It becomes very <laughs> complex. At this year, yep. other years it's been way clearer who's going to finish where, but this year it's been so complex right up to the end. Yeah. Okay. Well, perhaps we can uh, we'll talk a little bit about that when we get to the end of the program, just about some future stuff that you're liking based on some of those calculations that you've been doing, and and, and maybe have a chat to the, for the listeners about that. Yep. First game on Saturday night, and it's the Gold Coast hosting the Giants up at Metricon. Um, the Giants here, a dollar oh five, and the Gold Coast Suns, um, ten dollars, and GWS forty eight and a half point favourite. So unfortunately, logical. This has been the case for Gold Coast for probably the last three weeks. <laughs> yes. It's just the double figure odds. It's and, always uh, been forty eight, forty nine every yeah, week. Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's been a bit of a shame really to the end of the year because they did start off so well and they have been competitive in those first quarters first halves but uh geez they've they've really fallen away we saw it again on the weekend against the hawks and uh probably hard to see it not happening again here can you see the gold coast rallying themselves for the last game to give one more last ditch effort to uh get across your world famous now first uh, quarter off or, ha- or first half uh, lines well they have been getting absolutely belted but they've been away the last 3 weeks one being Brisbane still, but still considering an away game. Their last home game, they're okay. They nearly beat the Dons. And GWS... Well, they, they, they covered that first quarter and almost the, yes. first, the first half. Yeah, and GWS are limping to the line here. They, they've they been really poor themselves. They've got a lot of injuries. I think they'll be thinking more about the first... I think they'll be trying to just win the game yep. and then and and think about week one of the finals. So I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sort of... I'm keen to have a bit of a, a little a one unit bet here on Gold Coast for the first half line. Again, yeah, it um, it's forty eight and a half, and I think the first half line's twenty three and a half or so out there. So, so um, there it is again, the world famous first half line for yeah. the Gold Coast Suns. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. This one, I'm putting up the first half line, but you could go for either because I feel like this week, more than other weeks, once GWS have that win in the bag, they're they're likely to possibly take the foot off. Because they want to not get any, you know, Haynes has gone down. They got a, again this week. They've got a lot of players out. Cameron's sort of carrying an injury. Maybe they're trying to get him some goals for the Coleman rather than trying to get. So it's an interesting one. So a few things at play there. Um, so I would be putting up either, but if, having a pick, I'm going to put up the first half line. First half, okay, all right, good, mate. I I didn't have a bet here. Um, I made it slightly less than what the actual line is, but. Um, but I, yeah, similar to last week uh, with the Hawthorne game, just just struggling to uh, to find a bet on uh, these really big these really big lines and, and feel there's probably better better value elsewhere. But um, if you're uh, putting one up, mate, that's fantastic um, and a good one for the listeners.
Second game, Saturday night, and it's the Eagles hosting the Hawks at the home stadium there in Perth Town. Uh, the Eagles are $1.22, and the Hawks are $4.30, making the Eagles here 27.5 point favourite. And logical, the prices are coming to you courtesy of Top Sport uh, oh, tonight. Yeah, so, Top Sport, yeah. So, good so bookmaker, very good bookmaker. They, they are a good uh, bookmaker, and, um, and for anyone that has trouble getting bets on, um, Top Sport are a pretty, uh, well, they're Australian-based and pretty honest bookmaker they'll take yep. your bet more times than not uh, yep. over there so um so there's one um uh, my team logical um you would have enjoyed watching them on the weekend i yeah i, I saw some snippets on oh. 360 oh, okay. uh on, <laughs> last night uh last couple of nights just to uh to bring me up to speed what happened there my man kicked a few goals which was good <laughs> to see but um but this one's over in the West. Um, I make the line slightly lower than uh, than what it is. Um, but uh, I've been stung here a couple of times um, back in against the Eagles over there. Uh, North Melbourne got me a few weeks ago. Um, pretty, oh, you know, last game of the year for the Hawks potentially. I, I know there's that uh, machination of um, Hawthorne potentially making the eight. But if we get a little bit down... In the last quarter, uh, there's every chance a, a real flat tracking uh, from the Eagles occur. So my lean is probably to the Hawks, but um, uh, and we have had good form against the Eagles. The Hawks have matched up pretty well against the Eagles for a number of years now, um, but I'm not sure I can pull the trigger. Logical, what do you see? Yeah, like as you said, these, both these teams are relying on other results, but these other results are happen after, after their game. game. So West Coast... They want as much percentage as possible because if Richmond beat Brisbane, there's a small chance that if West Coast get a real flogging, they can go past them if, if Brisbane get a bit of a flogging. And the Hawks, they can only make it if the doggies lose to Adelaide. Yep. So they, they, they won't know their fate. And we have to win, them. of course. And they have, yeah, yeah, they have to yep. win. But as you said, I, I'm, I made this line not smaller. Um, so I don't, I don't rate Hawks. In this spot? I don't rate them 20 points. I, I rate them even... Worse than that than West Coast, and because of what West Coast have to do, if the weather's fine here, uh, I'm quite keen on the West Coast here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yep. I think the Hawks had their roughy, their roughy night the other night. They probably had a few beers afterwards. I don't think they're realistically yeah, going to make the, the finals. So, and, and I think that's real. You know, a bit of um, emotion goes out of the balloon for the Hawks potentially. That was yep. the big game for us last week. So, yep. you know, travel over to the West, sort of maybe uh, walk in the long plank over there, sort of thinking yeah. this is the end. Um, yeah. So yeah, and West Coast are playing really well. A few players playing for spots, etc. For me, a unit on the minus here. Unit on the minus. And can I ask you, logical? If the market is minus twenty-seven, when you take all your home ground advantage, what did you actually have that line at? So what what did you feel that line should have been um, when you take when you add on the home ground advantage? Yeah. So for me, thirty-one and a half. Thirty-one and a half. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good. Early game on Sunday, and it's the Dogs hosting the Adelaide Crows. $1.35 the Dogs and $3.20 the Crows, making the Dogs a 18.5 point favourite. And very important to note, this one isn't at Marvel nor the MCG. This is down at Mars Stadium, down in sunny Ballarat, um, a real lifestyle precinct, uh, just 50 minutes from, uh, from Melbourne, a short train ride if you're looking to commute. Beautiful area, schools, restaurants, great place to raise a young family, logical. It's going it's a better. budding foodie scene. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an emerging foodie scene. <laughs> great place to invest. So, um, yeah, I couldn't uh, encourage the list. That's, that's tip number one. Get down to Ballarat. Get down to Ballarat. <laughs> 
Logical. What are you seeing here? The Crows, absolutely woeful on the weekend. You saw them firsthand. The dogs are flying. They're scoring points everywhere, the dogs. They've been very heavy in the scoring markets. What do you think about this one? Just before going to this game, the one thing about the last game, I think the market may move towards Hawthorne, so no rush. Sorry, so, I just wanted off. to add that yep, in. Yep, good point. Yep. Uh, this game, Adelaide, terrible last week, but do remember you were backing them last week. They yeah. were all right the week before. They were really good the week this before. This market has really found the doggies. It's It's moved quite a bit on the back of that ter- terrible Adelaide loss. They still are playing for a final spot. It's short enough. I could only be on Western Bulldogs, but it has gone far enough, so I'm just not. I'm not having a bet. Yeah, okay. And uh, for me, I had that line a little bit less, um, but uh, geez, Adelaide really burnt me pretty badly um, last week, and I can't help but think if there's, I don't know, it's just something wrong. There's just something wrong in Adelaide, isn't there? There's just, uh, just. Whether it's coaching, whether it's Tex, whether it's Eddie, whether it's Jenkins, there's just something not right over yeah, there. So it's been like that for quite a while. Feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah. So um, I uh, I can't be backing the dogs at 18. And um, there's a possible shower down at Ballarat yeah, as well. Weather, some weather, despite my little pump up of Ballarat before. Yep. <laughs> the weather can get a bit nasty down there at times. So yeah, top of 11 degrees, beautiful down there on Sunday. <laughs> It'd be nice, won't it? Um, any, uh, I know we spoke about the total stuff before. Logical. If there's no rain, is that one of those ones that comes into that? That total? would be, but 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 there's weather. weather yeah. But okay. it also the other thing about that this game not so much because they're both playing for a final spot. So it's not that freed up sort of football. So it's not one of the years keen on. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so I think we're leaving that one alone. Yep. 3.20 on Sunday. It's the Tigers hosting the Brisbane Lions in the game of the round. The Tigers here are $1.40 and the Lions $2.85, making the Tigers here 14.5 point favorite. And logical, I guess we have some pretty similar data to compare this game with West Coast playing the Tigers at the MCG last week and all of these teams sitting up in the top echelon of the uh, of the ladder. So I'll be really interested to hear how you mark uh, this one from a, a home ground advantage. How much more advantage do you give um, West Coast or do you feel it's it's a equal um, it's equal for Brisbane and West Coast to come to the MCG or is it a harder trip for Brisbane to come down to the MCG? I know it's the same timeline, but uh, familiarity, Brisbane don't get much airtime on the G, whereas West Coast have had a lot more airtime on the G in recent times and performed well. So how do you mark this one up, the home ground advantage? Um, talk to me and the listeners about yeah, what you see here. One. Normally, statistically, actually, hours distance travelled is... Uh, a factor in home ground advantage. So West Coast travelling further would mean that they get docked further points than what Brisbane do because I think it's a two-hour flight versus a three- or four-hour flight to Perth. And the but timeline, it, of course, as well. The timeline, yes. Yeah, I think um, that... Familiarity, though, yeah, that helps West Coast because they're playing on a similar size field now. Yeah. And then they have been playing at MCG more. I, I think, think in the wash-up, it's probably similar, but I, I just feel maybe because of Brisbane haven't played a lot of MCG well, recently. They made one trip there this year, is it? If I'm not mistaken, against Essendon and uh, and had their pants pulled down pretty badly. I'm trying to think if there was another one this year where they managed to uh, get out on the big stadium. No, that was it. That's that was just, it. Just, yeah, just Essendon. So just once this year. So yep. they they don't get out there too often. Yeah. Um, and I don't imagine they would have had too many good memories when they have played there over the last few years as well. So, so you're saying you're not believing yet? 
in the in the oh, I believe, believe in Brisbane. I'm not sure I believe against Brisbane against the Tigers. Um, but mate, interested to hear uh, your breakdown of this one. Where do you have this line? Another, another huge game on the bearing of the ladder. If Brisbane win, they finish top, and if they lose, they probably slip. They could slip to third. So it's a really interesting game. I made this line slightly above what it is, sixteen and a half, and it's it's moving. It's fourteen and a half, moving to fifteen and a half at the moment. So for me, no bet. Yeah, and um, and I was pretty much the same as you. I, I, it's got to be a couple of points higher than West Coast. I think you've got you got to have West Coast a bit higher rated than than Brisbane. So we got yep. that recent data. That's where the market sits. Uh, part of me still feels like I want to be on the Tigers just because the Tigers have cleared so many lines and just because the unfamiliarity of uh, of Brisbane. Um, I haven't put one up yet, logical, but I'm feeling like I'm going to have to mug this one up again and uh, and reload on the Tigers. So yep, yep, worked well for you last week. Go again. Didn't didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't work well for me last week. Um, so maybe uh, uh, should I put one up? I haven't I haven't uh, haven't put the money down myself. I'll just keep the powder dry and I'll let the listeners know on Twitter if uh, if I'm going to take that price. And the last game of the round and the last home and away season uh, game of the year. Uh, it's the Port Adelaide Power hosting the Dockers. $1.36 the Power and Fremantle Dockers $3.10, making the Power 17.5 point favourite. Uh, logical, I've got this one, uh, the line set a little bit higher here for the Power. And uh, Fremantle have been pretty bad uh, for a Pretty much since they lost, they lost that game at Melbourne and lost Jesse Hogan and then lost Al, um, Alex Pierce. They've been on a downhill uh, spiral pretty much for that entire time. Did have the good win against Geelong, um, but um, but they've been stinking it up pretty bad. I, and they were okay against the Kilda a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, um, but I don't think things get any better for them here. Yep. They're not playing. What, for, is, what does a lost coach mean? They lose Rossi last. I think it's different to the other coaches that they've lost. I don't think that helps their cause at no. all. I think a lot of air goes out of the balloon, to be honest. Like other coaches this year, they still had a good 10 weeks to go or seven yep. or eight weeks to go. They're still playing for spots. But I feel like almost this one, Hale's taken over. He's not going to be there next year. Who knows? The relief like, teachers the relief, in, yeah. <laughs> but but even I know that you're locking the minus here, but it good weather. Partly on the Gouch's point here, if if Adelaide beat the doggies, then Port are playing for percentage, so they're going on a score fest. But if the doggies beat Adelaide, they can't make the finals. Yeah, port. So, so Port so are uninterested. Port are well. interested. Yeah. So to me, I'd prefer the over than the minus. Yep, fair enough. What the Gouch says, I think the forecast looks all right. You know, I just see. Points. Yeah, so I'll be putting up a unit on the overs here. Yeah, okay. And uh, and as per Twitter, some of the guys might have seen that I, I, I posted something today. Just uh, I liked the power before the news about Rossi, but then uh, with the news of Rossi, uh, I've got to be putting one up on the uh, on, on the power. Um, am a little bit concerned about that they're the power. It's a dead rubber for them too. But I think being at home... Uh, well, it hit, may not be. It could be the one you wait to see if there is a dead rubber for Well, it, so. yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but I think being at home, even if it is the dead rubber, I think Port, for their fans, need to finish the game off strongly. I think Hinkley needs to finish the game the, the year off strongly. So I think they'll be looking for a strong performance, and I really don't think Freo is playing for anything. The only thing Freo will be paying for is, is for Nat Fife to win the Brownlow. Yeah. So I reckon you'll, you might see uh, Nat Fife come out and have a big one, and his teammates maybe try and feed him a bit as well. So maybe possession markets or something like that, if that's your go. Yeah. Um, but I'm putting one up for the power, and you're putting one up uh, on the totals. On the totals. Yep, okay, good.
Okay, logical, close to the end of the uh, program. So let's have a bit of a betting recap. Where's your money going this week? Yeah, just the four bets this week, Mug. Overs in the Saints-Swans. On the, it was great, great, great question there from the Gouch. Uh, love, it, love his thought process there. Going with him there. Gold Coast Plus. First half, I said, but don't mind it at the, at the full line as well. West Coast Minus. Mm. And then the Overs in the Port Freo game. Any other games that you can see with dry weather, if you can find an angle for the overs, I'm, I think it's it's worth a shout as well. Just on the back of historical averages and, and what happened in the last round. Yeah, okay. Uh, and for me, logical, I had the, uh, the pies minus uh, to mess up the dons there on uh, Friday night. Um, I had the port minus there in the last game of the round. Uh, just feel they might touch up Freo. And for me, market watch on the Saints uh, with what happens with Buddy and so forth. Yep. And I'm very close on the Tigers to pulling the trigger, but haven't pulled it yet. So we'll keep the uh, listeners informed if I uh, if I do do that. Yeah, yep, yep. Be interesting to see what the market does there with Cochin being named and a yeah, few a little bit as well. Yeah, so might be a bit of uh, a bit of movement there as well. Uh, and logical, any more sort of word on uh, futures betting or, or grand final markets, premiership markets, um, anything to add there? Unfortunately, like this year, normally this time of year, I've really got it figured out. But as, as I was speaking of earlier on, still, when you're trying to work out the prices on a team like Richmond, there's so many different positions they could finish and probabilities of where they finished that I still haven't really quite found, found something I really like. Uh, so next week... Stay tuned. I hopefully we'll have something. But at the moment, not not having a bet. Staying yeah. away from that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, mate. Well, that brings us to the uh, to the end of the program. Uh, thanks so much for your insight. Again, thanks so much to the loyal listeners and for your uh, involvement and interaction on Twitter. Um, as we always say, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win. The best. Statistics are the best.